In this episode, we have Kenny joining us to talk about his experiences and helping people not have to struggle the way that he did and helping you get to the finish line a little faster than what he did. So stay tuned for Kenny. Hey guys, welcome to our mess. Today we have Kenny on the show. Um, Kenny, do you want to go in and kind of just introduce yourself a little bit? So yeah, um, first off, thanks for having me on. Um, my name is Kenny Ingersoll. A little intro of me, I guess, is I'm a husband and a father of a 10-year-old boy, and I have four dogs. So between the five, I've got my hands full, and um, life is an adventure. So <laughs> Yeah, no, I love that. I didn't know you had four dogs. They are all children, so you definitely have <laughs> your hands full. That is a lot. Um, well, do you want to start talking and sharing what brought you on to the show a little bit? So, yeah, um, I first initially saw your post and then I'm looking at my other screen, so don't mind my back and forth a little bit here (laughs) is, um, the struggles and trials and what you wish you would have known. And one of my primary whys and what I do, um, is helping people, skip some of that I wish I had known then what I know now Mm -hmm. so when I saw that it triggered and one of those things um that I wish I had known especially in my lowest of lows um you know is is we are not our outside circumstances Mm -hmm. you know I I wish I'd have known and understood more of how the mind works and the frequencies and vibrations that we're on and our outside circumstances conditions are just a reflection of of who we are inside and how much power and control that we actually have but don't realize and that we give away to so many other people, circumstances, scenarios, you name it. Yeah, no, I that is so true. I have so many people that um that I've worked with and I've really noticed what when people have that mindset that they are not there like what their environment has. And then I've noticed it when they do Um, it. I mean, the environment definitely works on them when they believe that that's what they have to act like. And like, that's just their circumstances. Um, So like what, like what kind of examples could you give for like maybe what your environment looks like when you wish you could have gone back at your lowest of low, if that is a good question. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it could be any, um, area. It could be physically, it could be financially, it could be mentally, you know, um, one example I'll use is, um, you know, just a generic example. My grandma was a waitress and my mom was a waitress. And so I've got to be a waitress kind of thing, or you're, you're raised in that environment and you think those are like the only options you have. Mm -hmm. A big one that I run into is, Um, to be successful you have to go to school get a good job and you know retire with your um whatever retirement plan that company offers you know so you think you have to be in that environment or you've grown up with people in those environments and so you the um acorn doesn't fall far from the tree sort of unless you take yourself out of that and say wait there's other options over here you know, um, so, you know, financially, that was one of them for me, you know, um, I, I only knew about these 
10 different financial resources and possibilities until recently. And I learned about these and like, I wish I'd have known this 20 years ago and that would helped so many people that helped my grandpa that would help, you know, and you could apply that to fitness or, or anything. So. Yeah. So you, um, when, do you feel like you, it took you a long time to learn how to get out of the, you don't have to be a product of your environment or like what helped you learn how to do that? Um, does somebody have to come in and like, like show a huge sign in front of your face (laughs) or were you like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing everything like what everybody else is doing. And I don't want that. Like how, what made you realize that you were kind of in that environment a little bit? So for me, I needed outside aspect or perspective. I needed mentorship, you know, to say, hey, there's another option. You know, it was still up to me if I accepted that or not, but I needed someone to, you know, essentially slap me upside the head and say, hey, look at this. You can do this too. This is not the only place you have to be, you know. And and once I did that and and in a positive note, started to taste that. I'm like, oh my gosh. There's more than just vanilla. There's chocolate. There's strawberry. There's buttercream or whatever. And you know, and I've been stuck with vanilla and chocolate for the my whole life and stuff. And um, and then some things you have to try and like, oh, I I hate caramel or, but I I love this one over here. You know, so whatever whatever fits for you. And then, and then, step back and okay, what else am I doing or how can I improve this? And one of the other things was getting past my own mental blocks. I had to unlearn. The longest thing for me was unlearning all the stuff that I learned or taught. You know, some people say you don't, you don't teach you or you don't learn, you catch things or something to that effect. Yeah. So unlearning all that stuff and, and then realizing if, if so-and-so can do X, Y, Z, then I certainly can. Mm-hmm. You know, had a lot of those limiting beliefs of oh that's just for them because they had x y and z or their parents were or whatever yeah I think um so like I'll give a handful of examples that I'm going to change up a little bit just because these aren't my stories so like I've had um both life coach and hair clients where they've had Um, either like we're in foster care. I've had people who were, um, who were in like the financial situation where they had been kicked out of their home and they were constantly used to like moving to from place to place because their parents could like, couldn't ever pay for a home. I've had people who, um, whose parents were alcoholics, but, and most of the, most of my clients I feel like have noticed when that's their environment and they say like, this is not something I want uh, at a younger age. So they're not going through it when they're a lot older, but I have noticed like when I have a client where they are stuck in their environment that they, um, I would say they act as if though um, the world is out to get them if that makes sense, instead of it working for them or with them, 
everything is against them. And I, I have noticed that it's because of the mindset that like, I don't get to change anything. Like how you said, like you grow up with having parents as waiters, grandparents as waiters. You're like, well, that's what I have to do. Like that could even go with doctors, right? Like, or even what kind of uh, musical instrument that people play. Um, but I do think that that is definitely, as you said, alert, it's learned behaviors. Um, but what would, cause a lot of my clients, they were able to learn this on earlier because they were having to move out at like 16. Some of them were like having to become their own person and they didn't want that. So as an adult learning how to unlearn, what do you think your steps would be to unlearn habits that you don't necessarily want to have anymore? So the biggest one um, for me personally and a lot of uh, my clients as well is knowing that it's possible and believing it's possible and possible for you. You know, oh, it's possible for them because their mom is whoever or, you know, or they grew up in the right side of the tracks, you know, whatever, whatever thing you want to throw out there, but it's possible for you. I had to learn that myself and unlearn that. Oh, I'll never do that because whatever. So that was the biggest thing. Cause otherwise nothing else is, really matters. That. So once you get past that, then start looking, identifying what you want, looking for that. Okay. I want to stay in one place. So how how do I learn how to manage my money better so that I don't have to move place to place? Or how do I learn to be a world famous chef or whatever it is for you? Start looking for that and getting in those environments. Yeah. So, um, when you were, you said you had a mentor kind of help you, did you go searching for help before, or did this mentor come to you and say, Hey, life could be different. I was searching on my own and YouTube university and read some books and things like that, but I, I needed some help putting the pieces together. I didn't recognize what piece kind of fit where. So I needed some help recognizing those pieces. And um, I knew I needed some mentorship and I knew I needed someone with experience. I I often um, related to the analogy of, it's like going to a new country, say you get off a cruise ship or a tour bus, or whatever, and you can go explore and wander around, but without a tour guide that's been there for 10 years, you're gonna miss a lot of little things. Or, hey, if you go five feet over here, past that tree you'll find this mm. you know and I knew where I wanted to go I knew the destination I wanted but I needed that tour guide to give me some hey watch out for that stump that you're going to trip over or whatever you know however you want to relate that analogy into your life <laughs> yeah. so how when you were searching what what made you go out and search like when you picture back to when you were like feeling like you had to go to as you said YouTube University <laughs> like what what got you to that point like what were those kind of feelings um finally being fed up enough with the scenario that I knew I needed to do something and you know how do I how do I get what they got? You know, how do I copy them? What moves did they make to get what they wanted? You know, um, 
what what books do they read? How many books do they read? What mentors do they have? That was another thing. Side tangent, real quick, is I I used to think I ne needed to know everything myself and stuff, and I had to be the expert at whatever. But then understanding and learning that mentors have mentors, and it's okay to not know everything about everything, even even in your field, even in your niche. Yeah. Um, you don't have to know everything about everything, but you can you can be expert at your level or, you know, so understanding that it's okay to have mentors, you know, and accept their help and trust in the process. That was another big thing is trusting them, not seeing the outcome or the full ending story or all the steps in the staircase, if you will, but it's okay. He said, do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. So like, um, have you read the book who not how? I haven't. So that one, what you were just saying totally reminded me of that book. And I really think you would like it, um, which is a side note. But what it talks about is like, let's say you are wanting to change um, like a habit that you have. You're going to go find the person that has that habit to help teach you. But if it is like financial, right? Like, is that what you you do for um, a job is financial? I can't Correct. remember. It is financial. financial services. Okay. So like for you, like for me, I don't want to go learn all the things about finances, like, because there are people out there who do that. Right. But if you go and learn all this stuff, you're going to be taking all this valuable time away from yourself where you could be working on bettering, like you said, your niche or bettering whatever aspect it is in your life um, that you want to get better at. But if you're having to go learn something else, because I think that we're, and this talks about, it's talked about in the book as well, is we're, we're told as little kids, like, you have to be able to do all of your homework, you have to be able to, you know, like, we're constantly being told that we have to do it for ourselves. And then we kind of feel awkward asking for help. But we would have to be like a god to be able to do all of the skills in the entire world, like, there's a reason why a drummer is a drummer and not like the guitarist, you know, it's because that is what he does. Um, same with the guitarist. We're supposed to, it takes off so much of our own, off of our own shoulders to go and find, as you said, like mentors or like having those people that are specific to what you're wanting. Um, because trying to do it by yourself, by yourself, like you said, even with the tour guide, there's a lot you miss. There's a lot of stuff that you'll stumble over. But the moment that you re like connect with somebody that can help you get there faster, get you there better, and like without as many bruises is really important as well, I think. Um, so when you're when you would suggest to other people, um, or let's I'm gonna change that question. So if you like you said, if you could go back and talk to yourself, the advice you would give yourself is to what not become a product of your environment or what, like, what is that advice that you wish you would have received when you were feeling like at your lowest of lows? You control your environment. You know, the, what happens in here in your mind is a reflection or What's on the outside, sorry, what's happening on the outside is a reflection of what's happening on the inside. So understanding the power that you have in your mind 
would have been huge, you know, um, <clears throat> actually understanding and grasping and taking advantage of that. Yeah. I wish I'd have known and understood way back when. Yeah. So what would you say has been your number one helper with like controlling your environment then? Constantly putting myself in similar environments, you know, reading the books, listening to the podcast, going to the seminars and taking what I need to align with where I need to go and who I want to become. So I don't know if this is um, something that happens outside of, I feel like being in Utah, I hear this a lot, is people will, will say that they want something, but this, right? I want this, but this. And they always make an excuse as to why, um, why they can't go out and get it. So like with your a mentorship, like obviously you're paying the mentor, Mm -hmm. Oh, you're going to a seminar, you're paying for the seminar. At what point did you realize that you were a valuable asset? Like you were valuable enough to be putting money into yourself? Because I think I don't, and like I said, just, I don't know if it's just a Utah thing, but I feel like people are constantly telling themselves that they know they would benefit from this, but they don't have, they don't feel like they can afford that or, you know, like kind, kind of some, like comments like that. But what, what point made you be like, no, I know I need this. Yes. It's going to cost money, but I know I like it. I will be better off with this. Cause I feel like that can be a hard thing, especially de- depending on like what kind of environment you grew up in? Like, what kind of things did you see your parents going and doing? Did you see them going out and doing these things? Or did they, you know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. if that's a, a question that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. Um, And that moment was understanding the power that I had. You know, I can control my thoughts and how I respond versus react. And, yeah. and you know, then the, the mindset starts to shift and all over it. You know, one of the next things was like cost versus investment or dollar cost versus value or price versus value. You know, the different ways you look at it. And, you know, like I said, yes, I am worth it. You know, it was when I realized and understood how much power I have and how much I can control within my own mind. And then it connects to the universe and the frequencies and stuff. And, you know, then I'm like, okay. I do have this power. I am worth it. You know, it is worth an investment of this amount of dollars, you know. And then I read a book once, um, Grant Cardone's, oh, I just forgot the name of it, but one of his big books. Um, 10X or something. Yes, 10X rule book. Thank you. Yeah. You know, he, he states in there um, something to the effect of, you know, uh, a successful minded person or you know a big thinker looks at a book and says okay where's the million dollar line mm-hmm. a non-big thinker and I forget the exact phrase he used looks at a book and sees it costs $30 says how can I get it for 15 yeah you know so when I finally understood what he was talking about then it really clicked and then it, the cost wasn't the issue like it used to be or the barrier like it used to be and then it 
it then rippled over to the other areas, you know, the the distance, the the time, you know, time off work or whatever other things we've come up with and say to ourselves that why buts, all the other buts. Yeah. I um I my husband always tells me he's he said we all have excuses. Oh, now I'm gonna forget it. I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. Like we if we find something valuable enough, like it's not gonna like we, we can go and spend how many dollars on Amazon, but it's because we get that immediate result. Whereas when sometimes like like for you, with you wanting to change your financial um your financial area in life, change that environment. If you had the mental capacity that you had, um, you might not get it, right? Because that's still the the self-doubt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's like a whole cycle of like, you start feeling overwhelmed and then you start self-doubting and then you don't ever get into the action mode because you're constantly stuck in this overwhelming self-doubt uh, cycle that makes it so when you go out to purchase something, let's say you purchase it, but then you're like, crap, am I actually going to get the results? What if I don't get the results? And then I'm spending all this money. And then you're like, I'm just going to get a refund. Or you do that before you even purchase it. So then you're not even actually fully invested, but it's because you haven't invested at like your faith in yourself and the change of you have to have like a specific outcome. I think was something that I've had to learn, especially with like starting my own business. I've had three, four businesses that I've started. And like, it that's a huge one. It's like, is this going to be worth it? Am I going to see like, what's my return on investment? Which when I was trying to strut, when I was struggling mentally and emotionally myself, I think about, okay, if I could go back and I had a like, cause I, I create um, courses if I could go back, would I purchase this for myself? But I know where I was mentally. I don't think I would have been able to change into that. I like I'm the valuable asset. So when you like, what was something that helped change your mindset into that you were like, it is worth it for you instead of going into that self-doubting cycle? Oh, yeah. And that took a lot of time and it was ups and downs. I yeah, this is so worth it. And then the next thing, oh, this sucks. And I never got my money back. And, you know, or, well, there's $500 that could have went to here. And, you know, you, oh, I could have done this and I could have done this with it or whatever, yeah. you know, but, but then um, as you keep getting into those environments and investing into yourself, then you also understand that, you know, your return is not always monetary, mm-hmm. you know, like we've been talking the the mindset and where we're at yep. in our mind and development wise and stuff and and the associations that we have and the education and experiences that we've had you know um take an experience for i love cruises my family loves cruises mm-hmm. i'll never get my money back out of that yeah but the experience and the laughter and stuff in my my son's face I'll do that all day, every day because of that. Yeah. That's a bigger return than if they gave me 10 X my money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, so what return are you really looking for? What return are you getting that you're 
um, devaluing, you know, and then starting to understand that and, you know, take a book that I've had. I've had the book on my shelf for five years, but when you finally understand some of those concepts and you go back and like, holy cow, I get so much more out of it now, you know, that's why they say read it over and over again because you get something new every time and so realizing that made a huge impact and it just snowballs in a positive way yeah so if let's say somebody was in your situation where they are realizing that they're being a product or they are more being acted, and I'm doing quotations, acted upon by their environment versus them doing the acting in their environment. Where where do you think that would be the best place for them to start? Like if if this was you, um, where would you tell yourself, hey, start here so you can get to here? Like where, where would that number one point be to start? I'd say the number one is believe that it's possible. Okay. And then if I threw in a number two, it would say take ownership and responsibility. Because mm. a lot of times we want to find somewhere else to blame. Oh, I can't afford this because my job or because I got a flat tire or whatever. Mm-hmm. When there's, it's possible to have those things, but overcome them and, and still get to the destination you want so taking responsibility for why you're in that environment because at the end of the day pretty much you put yourself there I really like that you said that I've been hearing that a lot with the people I've been interviewing and stuff and they always say like I had to do a self-reflection of how I got myself here because like we all play a part and it we could be letting our our emotions lead our actions which is really hard to take accountability for especially when we're not thinking with a level head but we're thinking with an emotional one um it, that i feel like that can get us into a lot of trouble but i really like how you said like we we do like i, I we always hear like it takes two to tango we're tangle, tangoing with like life and mm-hmm. we still make our choices every day. Like it's, we're not coming out and just letting the world happen to us. We're still getting up. We're still going out and driving. Like we're, we're still making choices, but what choices could we have done better? Right. Quote. And then what choices can we start making to get to the point where we want to feel like we have control versus where we don't. So I, I really think that that was important what you said, because we, I, we, it's really hard, especially when we're in an, an environment or situation that we know we put ourselves in, but we don't want to take accountability for it. And we are like, no, I did it because of this, but that, but is a negative and it subtracts like what the whole situation is. So that's automatically is you saying that you, like it was your fault, but you're not necessarily owning up to it. <laughs> yep, It's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's it's really hard, but I love those a lot. I do. Do you have um any other any other points that you want to talk on and get to with this topic at all? Um, I think other the only other thing I would say is you know start now. 
whatever that looks like for you. Get the mentorship, read the book, you know, connect with somebody, ask how, ask what can I do, you know, and there's simple, tangible steps that you can do today to make those little choices that you were talking about and start now. So I think those three points would be the biggest things I would say right now. Yeah, no, I really like that because we we always hear that we can do it tomorrow. But one, we're not guaranteed a tomorrow. And doing it tomorrow will just then be tomorrow and then tomorrow. And we're never gonna get to the life that we want because you you have it like like you said, you just have to start now. Cause if you don't, it it just gets easier and easier to put off and then you're not where you wanted to be and then you're upset at yourself. So I think absolutely. So if somebody was struggling with their environment, um, noticing that they are being a product of their environment, wanting to change that, whether it was financial, do you, cause that was what yours was, was with financial, correct? I just want to make sure that. That was the main aspect. The main of aspect of it. Mental so, psychology or yeah, <laughs> mindset was the biggest one. Which that one is just always <laughs> connected with everything we do. Um, so if somebody is in that same place is where you were, would you? Um, is there a place that they can reach out to you? Do you want them to go through me and I can try to connect you guys? What would be the best way? So if they want to um connect through you, that's perfectly fine. Um, otherwise the easiest way is ingersollenterprises.com. That's my website. It's got all my contact info on there, okay. more information as well, but either way okay. I'm on Facebook, everything. So whichever. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Kenny's points are super important for us to realize that we do not have to be a product of our environment. Uh, just because we were raised a certain way does not mean that we have to follow suit. And it's if you have a specific way you want to live life, a specific dream that you want to have, go out and start making change to accomplish that dream that you have, you're going to have pullback from other people because they are not wanting to change their reality and their reality is who you are now. So you changing is going to change their reality of you as well. So if you're feeling that pullback, it's because you are changing. You are making those strides, even though you're feeling that pullback, just know that that is a good thing because you are having those outside um, accomplishments by having people come out and say, Hey, I don't like where this is going, but it's because more than not, it's because of their personal, um, grasp on reality is what I'm trying to say. So, um, with that, Kenny actually has a super awesome event coming up on September, October 28th. It's going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's at the Grand America or the Little America. I apologize. And, um, this is also a in-person event, but also if you want to do it via virtual, you can do that. So, 
Um, this again, I'm just going to read this straight from their page about the event. It says, come learn about manifestation and implementation and having faith during the process. Um, get some valuable steps and how to's that you can implement immediately in your life. This will be live at the little America hotel in downtown Salt Lake, Utah, and will be also virtual. So with that, it is a free event. So I will be linking the signups and for the tickets on this description, but it, the title is Dare to Dream Big. And I think that goes a lot, a lot along with what Kenny was trying to talk about today with making your dreams happen and not being a product of your environment. So stay tuned for that. Uh, go look for the link in that um, in the description of this episode and I look forward to having you guys either join virtually or in person for this because I'm going to be speaking at it as well so I'm super excited for that and uh, stay tuned for our next episode.